This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So good to be together. It's such a privilege to to be together like this in the presence of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord is here. The Lord is here. And um, things that you have asked of the Lord, God has heard you. Praise God. God has heard you. Oh, precious are these moments. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I, I believe the sons of light have gathered this evening. The sons of light have gathered this evening. Praise the Lord to become more shrewd, to become more shrewd in the things of the kingdom. Praise the Lord that we are, um, we are here, yeah, those of you that are gathering uh, and uh, will watch us later um, online as well. Um, I hope that you've gathered yourself to align with the principles of heaven. I hope you've gathered yourself to align yourself with the principles of heaven. Praise God, for which you will reap rewards here and you will reap eternal rewards. Praise the Lord. Isn't that a joyous proclamation over us? We will reap rewards here and we shall reap rewards in eternity. Praise the Lord. So sons of light, we are, uh, we got to, uh, you know, gather that which the Lord is speaking to us. Gather it. Uh, like you heard during... Um, the prayer that was prayed just uh, earlier here, uh, gather it, gather the principles that the Lord is teaching you, uh, exercise them, be uh, rejuvenated by them. You have the right to be rejuvenated, encouraged, encouraged and strengthened. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let us read the scripture that's... Um, what we, what we are studying and meditating upon, it's found in Matthew chapter 5, the Sermon on the Mount. I want you to know you're, you were born again to align yourself with the will of God. You were not born again to um, uh, sort of just go through life in some callous or switched off fashion you were born again to receive from heaven to receive from heaven to hear the holy Spirit. you were born again to to uh, understanding the understand the teachings of your savior jesus christ amen to understand the teachings of your lord and savior jesus christ and um as we do this study, as I read these passages and, and uh, consider what the Lord has taught. I don't know what an appropriate word would be, but as I study the, these scriptures along with you, as I study the Sermon on the Mount, it's terrifying. I tremble at God's word. And um, boy... We have a high calling. You and me, we have a high calling. Uh, 
frankly, you consider these scriptures as we move along, that there's no time. There's no time to, um, you know, to take your foot off the pedal. Every thought, every decision you make has to proceed from heaven. I don't know if you've, you've, um, you've churned that, if you've understood what the callings, uh, the calling of God upon your life is that no thought is to be orphaned of heaven. No thought that you have should be orphaned of the Holy Spirit. It all must come sub to subjection to the Spirit of God. Praise the Lord. Every thought, captive, every decision, captive to the obedience of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. We have a high calling. I want to remind you this evening, you have a high calling. You are ambassadors of a kingdom that have that has standards that no kingdom can express. No, no kingdom has expressed. Only the kingdom of God has such high standards. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. You're ambassadors of a very, uh, of a glorious nation. Whose glory is the glory of God. Amen. And that's what, um, you know, we, uh, some, maybe two months back, uh, a pastor and um, myself, we were speaking to each other. And, uh, uh, you know, the Lord is giving us the Sermon on the Mount. He is glorifying His glorious house. The Sermon on the Mount and the teachings of Christ as we consider these passages, they are meant to beautify and glorify His church. Praise God. So let's read. Matthew chapter 5, it says, When Jesus saw the crowds, <clears throat> when Jesus saw the crowds, He went up on the mountain, and after He sat down, His disciples came to Him. He opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, and let's read this together. Blessed are the poor in spirits, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I know I've, I've, I've had you sort of trained in reading the second part of it, but let's do something a little different. Let's read the, the entire um, verses together uh, from verse 3. Let's try that again. So put your voices in it. Yes, I'd like to hear all of you. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be... Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive... Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Hallelujah. We are uh, at verse 5. Today we will consider, Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Some versions have it as, Blessed are the 
I think it is uh, more famous in that in that in that um, in that version of uh, "Blessed are those, blessed are the are the meek, for they shall they shall inherit the earth." That's right, meek. Now, if you if you've noticed something about these. Um, Beatitudes that we've been considering. These are, uh, see, verse 3 says, Blessed are the poor in, blessed are the poor in spirit. In verse 4, we read, Blessed are those who, and then here we are in verse 5, it says, Blessed are the gentle. What's interesting to note is that um, these are dispositions. I hope that's not the first time you've heard the word disposition. Yeah, uh, these are dispositions, and uh, we need we need to know what a disposition is. Uh, a disposition is um, your usual mood. Okay, your usual mood. Okay, disposition is like the slant. You notice the slant on this pulpit. You notice the slant. So if I were to keep something that can easily move, uh, okay, I would love to, but I with. You know, if, if it is something that, that easily slides because of the inclination. Notice the inclination here. So, it easily, disposition is that, an inclination. You have an inclination, you have a behavioral inclination. Jesus is telling us that those that have these inclinations will experience the Holy Spirit. Yes, exactly. Those that have this mood. Praise God. You didn't think the Bible had much to say about your mood. You know, one of the things we go through life, yes, carrying it as an excuse, is your... I, yeah, this is, I'm, this is my mood. Well, Jesus is, you know... Teaching begins to his disciples, begins with his disciples, and he begins with his disciples concerning their mood. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, this, uh, when I, uh, this is a mood. This mood has to change. This is a mood. You have an inclination to keep quiet. It's got to change. See, there's a. I'm not saying that you are. Yeah, I have to explain this. Some, you know, uh, I'm not saying you're not paying attention, but have an inclination towards praise the Lord. Yes. Praise Jesus. Praise God. Have an inclination towards praise the Lord. Praise God. Yes, I want to hear that. The, the man with, that makes quite a bit of noise with the distortion. Say, praise the Lord. Oh, what a wonderful sound. Have an inclination. It just, you know, you're just waiting for the preacher to say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I might do this quite often today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah, it's an inclination. You have, you have that. So, Jesus getting right into your mood. I don't know if there's anyone here that's, um, you know, become famous for being moody. And when they say moody, they nod. <laughs> mm. 
when you say moody, it, it doesn't mean a positive thing, does it? It means like they walk around with a cloud. There's a dark cloud or there's this, this. Do you think you're moody? Not DL moody? <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> Jesus will not have it. Jesus wants to change your mood. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He wants to change your mood. Your inclination, the disposition. It has to change. It has to change. Jesus begins with the, the pronouncement of blessing. My presence is with those that will change their mood. Those that will change their disposition. Blessed are those that will fall in line with the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Praise God. Make a decision tonight. Make a decision today. Make a decision tonight that I want to be switched on to the mood of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Does the Holy Spirit have a mood? What do you think, Ken? Does the Holy Spirit have a mood? Yes, He does. The Bible's instruction for us that we do not grieve the Holy Spirit is connected to the fact that our mood and the Holy Spirit's mood must Praise God. Hallelujah. Hey, I thought mood was my area. That's, that's my private space. That's my private space. Jesus is invading that space. And that space has to be invaded by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Smile. Yes. Praise God. A disposition is a, a your usual mood. Oh, how I'd love to ask your parents, what's your usual mood? Parents usually know. Praise the Lord. So I'd love to speak to your spouse what your mood is. Your predominant mood. <laughs> Pastor, you have license. Because Jesus is concerned about your mood. Your disposition. I mean, in church, we, you know, we will resist our dispositions most of the time. But we, you know, the thing about disposition is, is you can't, it's a slippery slope. It shows. It's, uh, you try your best on Sunday, you know, keep it there, keep it there. But it'll happen. At some point in the service, it's going to happen. I mean, for the musicians and worship leaders and, um, you know, those on stage, the disposition will show right after the program's over. When you're heading home. It's like you're, some chains have been loosed so you can be your mood. No, that's not what we're called to be. We are called to be the Holy Spirit's mood 24-7. It's a... Uh, it's a, uh, I know you feel the weight on your shoulder. I hope you're feeling the weight on your shoulder. Uh, it is, we have to connect to the Holy Spirit like this. When the Holy Spirit's mourning, we are mourning. When the Holy Spirit's impressing on us that we are poor, then we are poor. 
You understand what I'm saying? Yes, we are in, in sync with the Holy Spirit. Your usual mood, your habits, your habits, praise the Lord, your habits, I don't have to explain, you know, your habits, do you allow the Holy Spirit in, the, in your habits? You know, I realize the Holy Spirit wants to get into your habits. You know, what you do habitually. What's a habit? What you habitually do. That's a habit. He wants to get into your habits. He wants to sit down with you. Frankly, he wants you to sit down with him and allow him to um, express his opinions about your habits. You take three hours to get ready. It's your habit. I don't know. That just popped into my head. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's a good one. <laughs> it just popped in my head. You know, that's a habit. I mean, you know, even the angels are waiting. Because <laughs> you have a habit of taking three hours to get ready. And, you know, all kinds of uh, arguments will take place in the house. Okay, my wife doesn't take long to get ready. Okay, all kinds of arguments will take place in the house because of this habit that you have. I'm using just one example. There are, there are, you can, yeah, the, there are umpteen things that you need to allow the Spirit of God to examine your disposition, your mood. We have no excuse. We have no excuse. Jesus has tabled it to us. He has set it before us. That these are the initial requirements of a disciple. The Lord wants to change some habits. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit wants to change some habits. It's very muted. Praise God. Huh? The Lord wants to change some habits. <laughs> Praise the Lord. A disposition also means your characteristic tendency. You know, the, the, that signature of yours. Your signature. When you come into Revelation Church and you leave, every one of you leave a signature. Some of you, you know, write it in, in invisible ink, but it's still there. You think, you know, that's... But it's there. Your characteristic tendency... You know, you should leave. So the, the Lord is giving us these list of things that we leave wherever we go. Praise the Lord. Isn't it amazing? The Lord has given us such clarity. What should I pray for? What kind of person should I be? He's listed it for us. What should I pray towards? Pray towards these things. That when I go to a place or my neighborhood or in my church... Or in some place that I visit, the way I drive my car. Blessed are the gentle. That I leave this characteristic about me. These are the things, my, this is what they 
speak of it. His, his tendency is this. His tendency is this. Your prevailing spirit. Your prevailing spirit. Hallelujah. What is your prevailing spirit? You know, there are times when, uh, especially Bible studies like this, you wish it, it was one-on-one. You know, we do this Bible study, it's just one-on-one Bible study because, you know, what is your, you know, prevailing spirit? Glory. Your temperament. What is your temperament? Disposition is talking about temperament. These are temperaments to be poor in spirit. To be a person constantly acknowledging his need for God. A person that is, that is submitted to God. A person that mourns. When the Holy Spirit mourns, you mourn. Praise God. When the Holy Spirit mourns, you mourn. So I want to set you free. You know, there are times that we get a little confused. I'm telling you a lot of things that the world displays. The Holy Spirit mourns when that is placed before the Holy Spirit. He mourns the condition. And you are to be one famous. You are to be known that you have a disposition to mourn when sin comes before you. May your friends know you to be one that mourns when you see that which is wicked or hear that which is wicked because you are in sync with the Holy Spirit. Don't keep your mouth shut. Do you get it? I'm using illustrations to, to tell you that you, this, these are things that um, you know, must be what you are known for. This is your disposition. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes, we need the Lord to change our disposition. Amen. Uh, your mood swings and your um, uh, moods are, not, are to be in sync with the Holy Spirit. That's why the scripture says rejoice and again. Isn't that an incredible um, construction? Rejoice and? Because your mood is the and there. Rejoice and again I say. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's a habit. That's why it says rejoice and. It's a habit to rejoice. It's a habit to praise God. It's a habit. It's a habit. It's a disposition. You're inclined towards it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm working on the inclination. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Set your tongue free. Praise the Lord. And let your tongue have that inclination. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed are the meek or gentle. <clears throat> you know, the word meek, uh, it means mild, gentle, even tempered. Blessed are the meek. 
gentle, mild, and even. If somebody were to draw a graph on um, your 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 temper, even tempered. You know, I love this illustration. It was given many years ago at one of the camps. You know where the, the pastor is depicting how believers, you know, during worship in church and praise the Lord. and You know, it's that beautiful worship and um, all that. And the moment they get out of church, get onto their bike. Temperament changes. The beast awakens. Gentle. Everybody say the word gentle. gentle. Praise the Lord. Say gentle. gentle. Even tempered. Even tempered. <laughs> Blessed are these people that are even tempered. This scripture is, um, you know, there's much uh, to for us to look into because the word meekness and gentleness has been uh, there are so many sort of applications today, so many uh, uh, presuppositions in our mind concerning this is what it means or that is what it means. Uh, so we're going to get into that. Uh, the meekness that the Lord Jesus is speaking of here, uh, a disposition of spirit in, uh, that we have come under the Lordship of Jesus. Yeah, that's right. You have come under the Lordship of Jesus. When you're having a conversation with your, with your friend, your conversation is under the Lordship of Jesus. That is meekness or the blessed gentleness that Jesus is talking about. When, you, when you're uh, speaking with your wife or with your, with your children or with your boss or with your, you get my drift. With everyone, every relationship you have, everything that you speak, everything that you do has come under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. As your relationship with your parents come under the Lordship of Jesus Christ? I'm waiting for the answer. As your relationship with your parents come under the Lordship of Jesus Christ? I heard a resounding yes on this side. I think the guilty are quiet. Because they're still figuring it out. Read the scriptures on how to go about your relationship with your parents. I'm so tempted to, you know, ask you guys to stand up and, and um, you know, at least maybe ask you to volunteer to give me some scriptures on how you should treat your parents. Till you know those scriptures, you've studied those scriptures, you've meditated on those scriptures, and you've allowed the Holy Spirit to instruct you, till that point you have not come under the meekness category, the blessed meekness that Jesus is speaking about here, in that area. When you bring every area of your life, each one consciously, consciously, this is not a general, you are my Lord. No, no, no. I think the problem with the church is this general confession that you are my Lord, but every other, you know, it's not a compartmentalized in the sense that every compartment of your life has not come under the Lordship of Jesus. General confession, Jesus is Lord. 
It has its place. It's wonderful. It's great. It's a corporate confession. But you need to bring every area of your life under the Lordship of Jesus. That's the blessed meekness we are talking about here. That is the gentleness we are talking about. Where you sit down with the Spirit of God and His Word and you examine, Lord, how should I treat my wife? Not just that you have the head knowledge, you practice it in subordination to the Lordship of Jesus. There you qualify for the blessed meekness. Do you want to qualify for the blessed meekness? I want to repeat that again. Do you want to qualify for the blessed meekness? You will inherit the earth. Coming under the lordship of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Suddenly your parents will say, you, you be, you're behaving differently. Now, some of the greatest uh, testimonies are the ones that come from the ones that know you most. The people you spend the most time with. Your wife. Your parents. Your best friend. Hallelujah. These that are Christ is, um, is encouraging us to come to a place where every area of our life comes under his lordship. Blessed are the meek, the gentle. Praise the Lord. Meekness toward God is that disposition of spirit in which we come under his lordship. We are no longer fighting with God. When I, mean, when I say fighting with God, I am not speaking about um, uh, prevailing in prayer. and I'm not speaking of any of these things. I am speaking of a murmuring spirit, a complaining spirit. Whew. Are you a complaining spirit? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Your person prone to murmuring. Those are it's the opposite of meek. You resist the Holy Spirit. Are you a person that takes things into your own hands? Enough of all this spiritual. Enough, enough. Let me, I mean, you may not say it like this, but that's what's transpiring inside of you. Now I'm going to do something about it.
The meek are those who rely on God rather than their own strength. To live, defend themselves against injustice. The meek are those who wholly rely on God to bring the vengeance. Wholly rely on God to bring the vengeance. Gentleness or meekness is the opposite of self-assertiveness and self-interest. Gentleness or meekness is the opposite of self-assertiveness and self-interest. It stems for it stems from trust in God's goodness and control over the situation. Praise the Lord. A gentle person is not occupied with self but lives by faith. Praise God. Lives by faith. Is content. If you have a lack of contentment, you need to examine your meekness. If you have a lack of contentment, you need to examine your meekness. Come under the hand of God. Come under His hand. Praise the Lord. When you come under His hand, you sleep easy. You know, ever since... He created man. He's in the business of giving us sleep. I want you to know that. If you're tossing and turning in your bed, not, have, not getting sleep, then you need to, you know, step into faith. You need to step into, Lord, what, what, well, what's up? I, I need to, you know, what do I need to change? What do, what's going on? You know, you're not worried. Oh, what about uh, food tomorrow? And uh, see, he's not preoccupied. He's living by faith. Gives good sleep. Praise the Lord. Faith gives good sleep. Hallelujah. Faith gives good sleep. Praise the Lord, and uh, faith will keep you awake to pray. That's it. That's the only sleeplessness uh, there is in faith. Where he's keeping you awake to pray or receive something from the Lord. Other than that, it is good sleep. In fact, these uh, smart watches or whatever, fitness bands, those companies could come, should come looking for you. You have such good sleep. What's the secret? Faith. No amens. A gentle person is not occupied with the self, but lives by faith. It is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Galatians 5 verse 23. Gentleness. What's the next one? That's right. Self-control. Okay. Now let me read that for you. Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 to 24. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, patience, Goodness, gentleness, self-control, against such things there is no. It's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So I, I find this absolutely incredible. Uh, the Beatitudes not only prepare us 
to obey the commandments that are coming and the things that are going to proceed out of Jesus' mouth because, man, those are some serious teaching coming our way. If you cannot settle in the Beatitudes, if you cannot pray and uh, seek the Holy Spirit in the Beatitudes, I'm telling you, your life is not going to reflect the Sermon on the Mount. These are very serious matters. You must be famous for being meek. For being, a, being gentle. It must be your character, characteristic traits wherever you go. You know, I know believers that refuse to... I don't know, it, sometimes it makes you wonder, which Bible are you reading? I know believers that, 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 that you know, have beaten up people. Because of an argument on the road. It's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So not only does the Beatitudes prepare us and those characters of absolute, those characteristics of absolute, they cannot be thrown away. You must be in your relationship in your, in your relationship with your spouse, in your relationship with your boss, all of these characteristics must be growing. It must be, um, uh, it must be evident to all. It is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So every beatitude is pushing us to the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Every, every one of these us pushing us to reliance on the blessed are those who mourn they shall be comforted they shall experience the comforter blessed are those gentle in spirit which is what a fruit of the presence of the holy spirit So I want, I want to tell you as a, as a church uh, and uh, those of you in leadership in church, I want you to know, you know, the, the church must be a place that takes dispute. It must be a place where uh, things that are not of the Holy Spirit must be uncomfortable. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There is a word in the Old Testament that, that captures... Um, meekness or this gentleness that, that Jesus is speaking about because those that heard him would be immediately reminded of scriptures in the Old Testament see when Jesus spoke these things and it says at the end of all that he spoke the people were amazed at his authority they were amazed at how he spoke and he taught because it resounded with them it reverberated with them and he is speaking uh, uh, cardinal passages of the Old Testament they came alive through Jesus Can you take a guess what is a phrase in the Old Testament that connects with this beatitude? Blessed are the gentle. Can you just take a guess? I'm hoping for educated guesses because you've already done a study on this. The, the phrase we, that is connected with this 
We're going to say something? Are those that wait upon the Lord. Those that wait upon the Lord. Amen. Those that wait upon the Lord. A waiter on the Lord. Amen. You've been hearing much. I, I'm, as, as I proceed with this study, I'm amazed at how the Holy Spirit speaking, is speaking and ministering and teaching the same thing in the, in the service and, in, and uh, the things that are shared during our Sunday service. If me and uh, none of them, none of us have shared uh, these notes. And these were notes that were prepared, uh, you know, months before. And I'm finding myself thinking, this is what is being shared in church. It's shared in our meetings. So what does that signify? The Holy Spirit's working. We're in the right place. Whenever you hear the word, the Holy Spirit's working and you're in the right place, the right, um, uh, the right uh, reaction is to smile. The right reaction is to have an exuberant praise the Lord. Let's do that again. Let's do an exuberant praise the Lord. Because there's great reward in being in the right place and being in sync with the Holy Spirit. There's great reward. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Those that wait upon the Lord. Blessed are the meek. Those that wait upon the Lord will inherit the earth. Amen. Amen. The Beatitudes not only set us up for the teachings of Christ, but also the presence and work of the Holy Spirit. The Beatitudes tell us, and these scriptures tell us, that we are to be, we are to echo the same thing that Paul echoed. It is no longer I who live. Jesus is the ultimate example of the word we meek. If you want to understand what Christ means by blessed are the meek, look at Jesus. Just look at Jesus. I mean, there are scriptures after scriptures. Um, uh, Matthew chapter 11, uh, I want to read it, verse 28 and 29. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, I will give you. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am. There you have it. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Become like Jesus. Look at Jesus. Don't stop looking at Jesus. Don't stop looking at Jesus. If you were to have a percentage of, of uh, who you're looking at the most, it must be overwhelmingly Jesus is our ultimate example of meekness. I am gentle and humble in heart. You will find rest for your souls. Praise God. Amen. Rest for your souls. Yeah, then uh, Matthew chapter 21, verse 5. Say to the daughter of Zion. Matthew chapter 21, verse 5. Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you. There's that word again. Behold, your king is coming to you. Gentle. And mounted on a donkey, even on a colt, the fowl of a beast of burden. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 1. Now I, Paul, myself, urge you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. I, who am meek when face to face with you, but bold 
toward you when absent. Meekness. Christ is the ultimate example of meekness. Fill your mind with Jesus. You want to be blessed? The answer is yes. You want to be blessed? Do you want to be blessed? Fill your mind with Jesus. Make sure you take vitamin Jesus three times a day. Take vitamin Jesus three times a day. That's why I, 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 I frankly am I'm, uh, I'm upset with those that would ridicule such an uh, awesome lifestyle. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? I think 90, sorry, 100% of all marital issues will stop with what would Jesus do? God is the ultimate example of meekness. His meekness is the reason for reign on the righteous and unrighteous. Be gentle. Yes. Be meek. His meekness is the reason for reign on the righteous and unrighteous. It is the fertile soil on which man grows and stands. God's meekness, his gentleness. Praise the Lord. Psalm 18 verse 35. I love the scripture. Verse 35. You have also given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand upholds me and your gentleness makes me. Your gentleness makes me. You know the scripture just uh, set. Uh, it can set you free. Why are you becoming great? Because he's gentle. Praise the Lord. Why the blessings law? Because he is great. Why the goodness law? Because he is. Don't complicate it. Don't complicate it. Because he is. Yes, he's who he is. Your gentleness makes me great. Let's look at the word meek. Let's have a detailed look at synonyms. Synonyms because this will help us out uh, for the word meek. Uh, it will help us remove ideas that are not in line with what Christ is speaking here. The word meek uh, stands for humble. Is that right? It is, absolutely, humble. The word meek has a connection to modest. Blessed are the modest. You think about that. Yes. The word meek is... It's connected with modest. If you find that scripture, do share it. Modest. Huh? So the way I decide uh, to dress has a connection with the Beatitudes? The way I am in public has a connection with the Beatitudes? Yes, you better believe it. First Peter chapter 3. Verses 3 and 4. You have it up? Your adornment must not merely be external, braiding the hair and wearing gold jewelry or putting on dresses, but let it be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable quality. Woo, the imperishable quality. Is gentleness an imperishable quality? Do you look at gentleness like you look at diamonds? Do you look at gentleness like you look at diamonds and gold? Imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is woo, 
glory we are running out of things precious in our eyes you know yeah we should be running after things that are precious in god's eyes praise god you know i i'm i'm i believe you will make the deductions to that the question of modesty praise the lord submissive submissive the word meek is is a submissive person submissive to the holy spirit the word meek means a person who's mild is mild uh, mannered is is um it's not like you, 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 yeah let's <laughs> it's not like a it's not a person that uh, you know it's it's thorns and thistles all the time only to sin but otherwise it's a, it's a good place mild does it mean a easily manipulated person does the word meek that jesus is intending does it mean a docile easily manipulated person i'm waiting for the answer some of i i hope you know that yeah meekness is uh, meekness is not yeah it's not gullibility meekness is not gullibility meekness is a strength the meekness jesus is talking about is a strength um i love the way one bible teacher put it it's steel tender steel i was amazed at the way he put it he said meekness is tender steel hallelujah praise the lord tender holy spirit can easily yes but uh, men will find it too hard rock solid steel tender to the holy spirit but steel when it comes to the commandments and uh, living in obedience to god so it's definitely not docile you know there was a long time in my life that i thought this docile nature was meekness you know do whatever anybody tells you to do huh do whatever anybody tells you to do just this way that way be pulled this way be pulled that way no no you have to be pulled by the holy spirit moved by the holy spirit not by anybody and everybody i want to hear an amen meek is a person compliant to and through god you know it says uh, even concerning parents it says you know honor your parents uh, in the lord in and through god thank you jesus the word meek means obedient you know that word we rebelled against for you know through our school days some of us oh you i i rebelled against that word like you know if they say tuck the tuck the shirt half the shirt will be out if they say put the tie the tie will be here if you are having a vision in your mind that is what i was like in my school days the word meek is has to do with obedient praise the lord obedient to the authorities god has put in your life you can feel good about that you can feel good about that being obedient to your parents in the lord you can feel good about it are you feeling good feel good about it it's a it's a character of meekness being a student in the class who uh, does what is right 
being a student in class for, who does what is right. And uh, the rest of them call you teacher's pet or I don't know what all uh, names they have for such students. But in the eyes of God, you've done. What did you do? You did what is right. Meekness. Obedient to righteousness. <clears throat> Doesn't mean a person who's timid. Is it a person who's timid? No. You do not receive a spirit of timidity, but power, love, and self. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sound mind. See, self-control and meekness are, uh, they're like, um, you know, they're, they're opposite sides of a coin. It's, they're so intrinsically connected that it's connected, it's straight after that in the fruit of the spirit. It's mentioned, comma, self-control. Meekness, comma, self-control. It's amazing. Praise God. <laughs> You're not a timid person. It's not timidity. Are you frightened of people? Does meekness mean you're a person who's frightened of people? No, it's not. I know people who take shelter in all this. You know, they think uh, Jesus said, blessed are the meek. And uh, they are referring to their, uh, you know, they're one frightened. You know, they're, they're, they're uh, easily scared. And they think that's what Jesus. No. No. Jesus stood before authorities. He took whips. Does that look like somebody afraid of people? He took whips and overturned tables. Yeah, he chose to answer. He chose not to answer. Praise the Lord. I hope this is, uh, you know, hitting its mark with you. Praise God. Unassuming. The word meek is connected to the word unassuming. What do you think? This is Bible studies. You know, it's a corporate time, corporate Bible study. So, unassuming. What do you think? This is a tricky one. Is that why you're all quiet? You're smarter than me at this point. <laughs> unassuming. The word unassuming is connected with the word meekness. Synonyms. What do you think? Is that what Jesus is speaking about? You know, some people, you know, they, they purposely downplay their looks to fit into blessed are the meek. None of you do that? I used to do that. Come on, people. I need an answer for this. Imagine somebody walks up to you and gets you, gives you a shiny Versace, Versace um, jacket. And you just did Bible study, blessed are the meek. What are you going to do? None of you are even expecting this, are you? Because, <laughs> you know, there's like, there's no, hey, I'll do it in some way. <laughs> I have that. I have this. Because <laughs> you guys are like, oh, that's, that, that's an easy one. It's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, it's happened. It's happened to me. Someone took off their two lakh. Uh, I'm, I'm saying this only for the sake of illustration. Yes. All right. They took off their two lakh watch and just gave it to me. All of you are wondering, where's that watch? <laughs> we know I had that. <laughs> what do you do with that watch? I gave it back after two weeks. I wore a knife and I realized that wearing that watch was just like wearing Casio or uh, it was the same thing. <laughs> so uh, I thought maybe, you know, 
So yeah, surely somebody can take off their Versace jacket and give it to you. What does the meek do? They do what God wants them to do. There is a time to say no. And there's a time. That's right. When God dresses you up with bling, you better wear the bling. No amens for that. I got an amen from this side. And ladies, you can say amen. I can't hear it. Please say amen. When God wants to dress you with bling, wear the bling. I just, uh, say amen. amen. When he doesn't want you to wear the bling, bling, don't wear it. No amen for that at all. Neither from the men, nor the women, nor from the children. Nobody is saying amen. <laughs> well, that's, that's where the meekness is. When you wear what God wants you to wear. You know, there was a time that, um, you know, a lot of personal illustrations are coming. But yeah, it works. So there was a time where, you know, I would neglect my um, sort of the outfits I wear. I would neglect it um, to the point of, you know, being. In fact, there was a time I was under a particular teacher of the Bible who said that ironing your shirt was, you know, sinful. Ironing your shirt that, you know, that, that's just, you know, it's worldly. Your problem. Where all have you been? One minute there's two lakh watch, another minute there's somebody who doesn't want you to iron your <laughs> shirt. Anyway, so, um, and uh, the Spirit had to correct me. The Spirit had to correct me because, you know, I started to take that route. And um, the Lord had to correct me because it's, what is, what should you be doing? If He wants you to look like John the Baptist, look like? If He wants you to look like Solomon, King Solomon, look like? I can't hear you. When you're supposed to look like John the Baptist, look like? I, this, I know. A hard, bitter pill to take. But there could be a time where you need to look like John the Baptist. I think there was a time in my life. Anyway, so <laughs> some of you <laughs> some of you know that, that, that face. Anyway, so uh, there's, a, <laughs> there's a time in your life when uh, you, know, you may need to look like John the Baptist. And there's a time in your life when you need to look like King that's right. Praise God. I know all of you are leaning towards King Solomon. <laughs> I don't blame you, but, but that, is, that is meekness. Praise God. That is the meekness that Jesus is talking about. Uh, when, he wants, when the Holy Spirit wants you to uh, steal the limelight, you better steal the limelight. When he wants you to play that bass solo that makes this preacher man's heart go, uh, whew, man, what a mm, bassist. Okay. I love bass. Praise the Lord. What an instrument. Praise God for bass. I love the lead guitar as well. Yes. <laughs> I made a career out of it for some time as the Lord yeah, required. So, when you need to play the bass role, you know, and I'm there and I'm, I'm, I'm worshipping the Lord. I'm not worshipping the bassist. I'm worshipping the Lord and he plays this, this bass lick, you know, it's absolutely amazing. I'm smiling. I just, I just wanted him to look at me one time and say, oh, amazing. But this bassist refuses to look anywhere else. <laughs> well, when you need to steal the limelight, steal the limelight. Glory. I love dancers. When you need to steal the limelight, steal the limelight. When the Holy Spirit's leading you, praise God. You must. You must. 
Get the balance. Get it right. Bless it. Yes, that's right. That is meekness. Following the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Following the Holy Spirit. When he, when he wants you to play that, you know, just do what he wants you to do. Praise God. Okay. Where are we and what's our time? Yes. Okay. Hmm. The word meekness is connected to somebody who is easy to control and influence. Yeah. By the Holy Spirit, yes. By men, no. By the Holy Spirit, yes. By men, no. You are a God pleaser. A God pleaser is the meekness Jesus is talking about. A God pleaser. Everything's about God. Praise God. You are a servant of all because you love God. That's, that's how it works. Okay, so, uh, praise the Lord. Does it mean, uh, okay, a passive person? No, it does not mean a passive person. It's a person active to the will of God. Active. A person who's, you know, oh, yeah, huh? Dynamic, yes. The, the meek are dynamic. They're sitting at the edge of their seats when they hear the word of God. Yeah, dunamos. Dynamic, powerful. That's, um, you know, so they're active. Their uh, word connected again with meekness is respectful. Yes, definitely. Definitely. They're respectful. When an elderly person comes, they get up off their seat. And over you is proclaimed, blessed are the meek, they shall inherit the earth. Don't forget it. A respectful person. You know, when it's a pastor, you say, you know, you, you acknowledge that man of God. Blessed are the meek, they shall inherit, yes, the earth. Praise God. Be respectful. Be active about it. I, I want to just share something. As young people, um, you know, there are a few of you here, uh, some of you listening uh, at this point, maybe online, some of you may hear this later, but as young people, you know, this is one area where you can switch off. You can be in your own sort of uh, clique. In church, you will have only, you'll have your uh, sort of uh, area of the church where you gather. Hmm? Area of the church where you gather. And, um, you know, you, you don't connect with the elderly. Well, that's not meekness. That's not meekness. This blessed meekness Jesus wants you to, to connect with is a person that's respectful, a person that connects with everybody. That's meekness. A person that connects with everyone. If you connect only with your clique, that's not meekness. Process this. It is a lesson in life that if you learn it now, you will be blessed. You will experience blessings, blessings, you know, it'll, on a weekly basis, blessings will happen. You're a person that uh, does, connects with everyone that God brings into your life. You're like, uh, you say hi to the aunties, you say hi to the uncles, you, you make sure you spend some time with them, you receive from them. That is meekness. But if you only receive from your clique, that's not meekness. And the fall is coming. I speak mysteries. Pride goes before a fall. It is a form of pride. If you speak only to your clique, only to the band members, 
Oh, this is uncomfortable. Only to those who understand your immense skill. Or those like is similarly skilled, you will only speak to them. That's not meekness. Be aware, be aware. Be a person that reaches out. You know, that's meekness. Speaks to everybody, is respectful to everybody, is connecting with the person that lo- looks the least cool in church. Approachable. Are you listening? You guys need this observation of a pastor. You guys need this. I do notice it. You need to change that. No amen. You need to change that. Go say hi to an elderly person. Go say hi to a person that's not in your clique in the church. You know, pray with them. Find out what's going on with them. Do stuff like this. Don't get myopia. Have the vision of the Holy Spirit. Be a person that has the vision of the Holy Spirit. Church, say amen. Yes, do it, do it. It uh, takes you out of a zone and uh, will place you in this blessedness. Blessed are the meek, they shall. You will notice, you will inherit the earth. You will inherit the earth. You will experience it. Okay. Uh, The word meek is connected to a person uh, in English language. It's connected to a person who's diffident. Have you ever heard of the word diffident? Nice time to learn. You've heard the word diffident? I never heard the word diffident. Correct. You're right. This goes. Yes. You're smart. Praise God. Use it for the glory of God. Did you know what diffident is? Ken, did you know what diffident is? (laughs) Diffident is the opposite of confidence. Some people connect meekness or this word meekness is connected to a lack of confidence. Is that right? No, it's not. The meekness that Jesus is speaking about is someone submitted to God. They will not fear though a thousand or a ten thousand. They will not fear the arrow that flies. They will not be worried about the pestilence that stalks. Glory. Glory. These are people... Uh, the, the meek that Jesus is talking about are those that they're confident in their Lord. They're waiting on God. They know their God. That they shall do valiantly. Amen. They shall do mighty deeds. So this is not a, a lack of self-confidence. You know, these are things that people actually take um, uh, as excuse. I know people that are... Uh, Oh, they take it as though the Holy Spirit wants them to do something, they won't do it because they have a self-confidence issue and they think that that's being meek. No. The word meekness is connected to um, being an introvert. You know what an introvert is? Introvert is a person doesn't speak to anyone, you know, stays in their zones. They won't look at anybody's face. I mean, I was there at one time. Only look at the floor. Floor is your best friend. That, uh, introvert. Uh, no, meekness does, the meekness Christ is speaking about has no connection with an introvert. Neither does it have a connection with extrovert. It has a connection with the servant of God. You smile because Jesus wants you to smile. And that's an easy one to figure out, isn't it? Smile, Jesus. 
So get out of that. Shyness, some of us equate meekness with shyness. Shyness is a problem. Yeah, when it comes to things of God, okay. Uh, quiet and reflective. Quiet and reflective. I hope you understand those words. Quiet and reflective. Reflective in a positive sense. Yes, definitely. Definitely. You know, there is a quietness about you. In quietness and trust, that's your strength. That is your strength. Yes, praise God. You got to be famous for, you know, that quietness and reflective nature of yours. Praise God. Deep. You should be deep. There's no, yes, meek people are deep. You want to hang out with them. You, you, yeah, it's a very, very attractive quality. Okay. Composed. Praise God. They're um, um, software needed and restrained. The software needed and restrained. They take their, their, their time to, uh, to react. Oh, I love this uh, fantastic um, teaching that was uh, shared many years ago. When you are right, react right. We are all, you know, many of us consumed with being right, but we must be consumed with reacting. Classic case is your mother or your, hmm? suddenly, you know, slippers will be flying, shoes, clothes will be thrown, utensils will go flying because you are right. That doesn't change. Mummy is still mummy, right? Correct? React. Glory. Restraint. Say restraint. You know, you see it in the movies and all, you know, especially in Indian movies. A woman says something, you know, and uh, immediate reaction, tap! Now, now it's not as common as in the old days. Old days, the woman just has to sneeze wrong. Tap! I don't know if you've seen your parents do this. I'm not sure. It's possible. Maybe your parents had that kind of relationship. Holy Spirit doesn't want you to have that kind of relationship. Say it again. The Holy Spirit doesn't want you to have that kind of relationship. Restrain. Wait. Slow. Fill in the blanks. Slow to anger. That's meekness. Are you fast to anger? That's not meekness. Slow to anger. Restrain. Yielding to God. (laughs) A meek person is unobtrusive to the work of God. I'm not going to, I'm going to try and close with this. Is a person unobtrusive to God. You don't stand in the way. God can say stand and you will. God can say sit and you will. God can say praise the Lord and you will. Oh, praise God. A person who's biddable. You know, you can be bid to do something. It's a sign of meekness. Praise the Lord to God and His goodness. Patient. Patient. Be patient. Thank you, Jesus. Be patient. 
Patience is a lesson in itself. Yes, be patient. You know, standing in line, be patient. Be exemplary in patience. I see believers, man, it's like, you know, there is... <laughs> standing in line, I know believers who start to murmur and complain. And if there is a creature on earth that should be able to stand in a line, it is the believer. For he has the Holy Spirit for company, first of all. Patience. As a meekness. So I'm going to read one, um, something in lines with some of, you know, putting things that we just read uh, together. Biblical meekness. Everybody say biblical meekness. <laughs> say biblical meekness. Okay, biblical meekness is those humbled under the hand of God. They're constantly under his hand. Praise God. Are you under his hand today? Praise God. Are you under his hand today? Yes, come under his hand. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. You're Lord over my past, my present, and my future. That is being under the hand of God. Praise God. Biblical meekness is those humbled under the hand of God. Those who walk by faith in the furnaces of fire. Biblical meekness are those that walk by faith in furnaces of fire. Those who execute God's commandments. Those that leave room for God's vengeance. Those that wait on the Lord. Are you waiting on the Lord? You're in a blessed state. Blessed are the meek. You're going to inherit the earth. Glory. Wait on God. Wait on the Lord. You will inherit the earth. Those that wait on the Lord. Those that are slow to speak. Biblical meekness are those that are slow to speak. They take, you know, uh, <laughs> quick to listen. Yes, slow to speak, quick to listen. Slow to anger. Compassionate. Those around them will grow. You want a test of your meekness? Those around you, check. Those that God has given in your stead, are they growing? Are they growing? Because of your company, are they growing? Because of your resources, are they growing? Praise God. Are they growing? This is biblical meekness. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this time. We've considered this incredible passage. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Lord, we stand in need. Or being in that place constantly. Lord, there is no habit. There is no mood. There is no disposition. There is no inclination. There is no thought, no action that can escape the purview of the Holy Spirit. Lord, forgive us if there are habits that are not come under the Holy Spirit. Forgive us, Lord, if there are habits that have not come under the power of the Holy Spirit and the counsel of the Holy Spirit. Oh, glory. 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 The Lord is piercing through. He is bringing to mind things he desires to change. Habits he desires to change. Lord, every mood must come under this, the survey of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I am called. We are called to reflect the mood of the Holy Spirit. Every time, 24-7, we are called to reflect the mood of the Holy Spirit. Lord, if there's any of us that take excuse... 
whether it is sulking whether it is being um, prone to depression whether it is um, 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 carrying a cloud around us a dark cloud whatever it may be holy spirit come and change us come and change me lord come and change me make my mood synonymous with the mood of the holy spirit amen the lord desires this for his church the lord desires it for his church oh it is a prayer the lord longs to answer may my mood reflect the holy spirit it's no longer mine lord it's no longer mine i have i i, I submit it to you i submit it thank you jesus thank you lord that we are that we constantly praise place you before us that our that lord our um that we may become like christ gentle humble like christ we may display meekness lord thank you jesus thank you lord that we have a right understanding of this that we may we may step forward into the limelight where required or we we carry the burden from behind that we are in sync with what you want us to do lord thank you lord if you desire to adorn us with jewelry we say yes if you desire us to give all jewelry away we say yes lord take over our driving take over our cooking take over our talking take over our take over take over holy spirit take over holy spirit take over lord let me examine if i am am i fertile soil for others to grow or am i a self assertive selfish person am i a fertile soil for others to grow yes jesus transform me Lord may this meekness take over my life thank you jesus may the gentleness of the holy spirit take over my life yes lord may my wife testify about gentleness may my parents testify about gentleness may my uh teachers testify about gentleness let, let let every authority you've placed over 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 our lives testify about gentleness 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 of the holy spirit take over the lord wants to take over take over holy spirit it's no longer i who live but christ lives through me thank you holy spirit yes i will give you the words to speak i will give you the reactions to react you will marvel at at what takes place you will marvel at what takes place give in to me says the lord give in to me give in to my spirit says the lord you will marvel at what takes place amen amen thank you jesus thank you lord Thank you Jesus. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Thank you Baba. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hello, this is Nisha Dilip Koshi. 
I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.